Hello, hello. Welcome back to Shoot Your Shot. I'm Georgia. I'm Claire, and here we have Betsy Newman, our guest today, <laughs> which is super exciting. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. This Absolutely. Awesome. Shoot Your Shot. Shoot Your Shot. Well, I want to give a little intro. Yes. Betsy Newman is an amazing photographer who first had her start in the music industry actually touring with Maroon 5, which is so cool. I'm sure a lot of our audience will be like, that must be so incredible being yeah, to like, be there every day on tour. And it's like a super random, like, fun fact. Yeah. It is a crazy way to start. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> and has evolved into being this incredible wedding photographer whose photos are just absolutely magical and just like so inspiring. And we're so lucky to have her with us today. Um, I know she has a lot of experience in the photography world, including in like business and all of those things. So we're super excited to ask you a lot of questions about the wedding industry and photography with music as well. And yeah, to get deep wow. into it. Thank yeah. you. I'm Absolutely. So yeah, <laughs> yay. Ooh, okay, well let's I say let's just dive right into it. Should we do it. the first segment? Yeah. The two truths and a lie. Yeah, I think we should start it there. Yeah. Okay. okay. So basically two truths and a lie. You're gonna tell us two projects that you've actually worked on and then make one up. Okay. <laughs> and it won't be necessarily wedding related. That's oh no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah, do anything you want. Okay. So two truths and a lie. Let's go. So here we go. Um, okay, I once received an obscure email to do Christmas family photos for a celebrity, and it ended up being Elon Musk and his children. Okay. <laughs> we're not, we don't want to give any tells. We're giving away, yeah, we're just going through. Okay, another one. Um, so when I was photographing Trevor Noah's tour in Seattle, I got to meet Bill Gates. He was in the green room hanging out with us. I feel like that one's true. These are like really, like specific. seem really real. Well, yeah, they're all specific. So keep going, keep That's going. Good. I know, I like that. Yeah, okay, so when I was shooting the One Direction tour, my first show, <gasps> Harry Styles called out my name from the stage and threw his water bottle at me. And all the girls around me were freaking out. I am obsessed <laughs> with Harry Styles. He's my hall pass in my relationship. <laughs> yeah, no. I He's love funny. him. Yeah. Do you still have the water bottle? No. Well, oh. this could be a lie, so we don't know. Oh, that's right. It's, okay. I think it's the third. I think it's the Harry Styles one that's a lie. No, I don't think so. I don't think you just she, want it to be I true. Know, I just want it to be real so I can say, do you still have the water bottle? I'm just I kidding. Know. <laughs> mm, Which one do you a lie? I want to say Elon Musk, but I also feel like that could be it. I know. I'm also like, because <laughs> I feel like Elon he's Musk. so random. Like, why else would you pick him? And his kids, like she knows he has multiple kids. Yeah. Okay, I'm going with Harry Styles, actually. Okay. This is fun. I'm glad that we're doing this. <laughs> no, this is Which one is it? But, yeah. Oh, so you didn't guess. What's yours? Yeah, Harry Styles. Oh, I think Harry Styles. I think Harry okay. Styles is live. Yeah, Harry Styles is fully true. Oh, my God. I <laughs> is it Elon Musk? Elon Musk. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I should have went with my gut. Yeah, you should have. Yeah, I mean, that, right. okay. That That's makes why I said sense. the lie first, because you guys would not I was going to say, that. that was a psychology test. You know, yeah. Like about it yeah you know? you're good yeah that I was like good you. that was really good also like an obscure email like that's exactly how it it works oh, with celebrities yeah. you get yeah, like an agent like that's that. like oh i have a family totally. in the and like the public eye who needs yeah. photos so you made it sound very real yeah that was good <laughs> wow that was good yeah you're good okay um well with that then being said let's jump into you telling us more about who you are yeah. uh and yeah just go from there 
Okay, so yeah, my name is Betsy Newman and I'm a photographer in LA. I've been doing photography for over 10 years. I fell into photography being a theater major at USC. Ooh. So I just had a camera and I love taking pictures of my friends. And that's honestly how it started. I just would honestly put up fake Facebook albums of all the photos that Cute. I would take. I, I love that. Happy. I never once was like, this is going to be a career, ever. It was not a goal. <laughs> I was convinced I was going to be an actress. And I moved here even when I was 16 by myself to pursue that. Wow. So that was the route I was going down. And where I was studying you, theater. Where are you originally from? I'm from Arizona. Okay. So... Um, yeah, my first big job right when I graduated was Maroon 5's tour and that changed my life and I would say that kind of catapulted the photography career and like taking myself seriously as a photographer because for so long I was just doing it for fun mm -hmm. and then after that I got addicted and then that led to five more tours and now as you mentioned I am shooting a lot of weddings so it's been this evolution of kind of starting in music and now shooting couples and I just love it. It's been a decade of doing this and it's it's I'm obsessed. I can't Aww. even. Yeah. I love the passion in her eyes when she talks about this. I love talking about photography. Aww. It's my favorite thing to talk about. That's and the to best. To, I'm so glad you're doing this because I love listening to photography podcasts too. Like I'm yes. always wanting to meet photographers and connect because it's kind of a lonely island. Yes. A yeah. Especially being a girl yeah. in the industry. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. Totally. You're like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. what do you? You know, it's it's so many questions. So it's cool to see how other people work. So. So let me ask you this: How on earth did you go from shooting your friends at USC? to being on tour with Maroon 5. To then shooting couples. Those are so, like, three very and then different things. five tours. That's, yeah. Yeah, how did, yeah, how did so that happen? it is a crazy story. And um, so in college, I photographed Austin City Limits for fun. I didn't get paid. I, I just, my friend asked me if I wanted to just bring my camera and shoot photos for fun. He was doing social media for a company there. So okay. he was like, if you could take photos, we'll pay your way. Just have fun. No pressure. This was not a job. I didn't even need a job. I was just there purely as a fan, like a festival goer. Was this post-college? This was in college. Okay, okay. And then um, when I graduated, I got an email from that same guy who hired me, and he was like, hey, check your email. Why aren't you responding to so-and-so? And I was like, what are you talking about? And it ended up being an email um, to photograph the Maroon 5 tour, and it was <gasps> in my junk email. And I was so confused, like, what a tour even was. They called it a documentarian. They were like, what? it's a tour documentarian. I've never, heard of that. I've never heard of that. Me neither. I was like, I don't know what this is. I need to be in LA. I'm pursuing acting. Like, I have no idea what this opportunity is. Um, but I ended up going in for, to the office for an interview, and it ended up being way more intense than I realized. Everyone was like in a suit in this like, oh, conference wow. room. And it was this like 22-year-old just like with a camera. And the more I realized how crazy the opportunity was, I fought for it. Like I, by the end of that interview, I proved to them I was the person for yes. the job. Yes, we love I've that. I've never done it in my life. But how many people were you like? Against? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many people they were interviewing, but I, I yeah. It, I, I honestly think what helped me get the job is I told them I wasn't a fan, which I was was true. Like really? I even, yeah, they did not want a fan on the tour, and they made that very that clear. Sense. They were like, "You're representing the brand. Like you need to hold up um, just a certain image." And it was a male-dominated tour. Like there were only probably five females on a hundred a hundred-person wow. tour. Wow. So so what? Wait, what yeah. year was this again? 
This was in 2013. 2013, okay. So yeah, I guess the short story is I got that job from an opportunity I did totally for fun in college that led to that. So I don't know if that made sense. Yeah, 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 totally. It just shows though you never know what an opportunity could lead to. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then, oh, and then shooting weddings, I would say it's just from my community now getting older. Like I just got married. All my friends are getting uh, married. Their friends tell their friends. Right, so, right. Yeah, and I just do have a passion for people mm-hmm. so it works like I love capturing weddings and I love love, so, oh, yeah. I love that. literally you are so happy talking about I this it makes it's so me, beautiful like, I know I love it um oh, you said you shot five other tours yeah. were, were these all maroon five or different artists they were different artists so it's through the Honda Civic tour so yeah oh okay it was um yeah maroon five and then one direction and American authors and Charlie Puth I was just gonna say Charlie so Puth cool. was on the Honda Civic tour yes. but I didn't want to say it I love him you know, the of course oh well I used to work in the music industry like producing okay. festivals oh, so like wow. I was like very in that okay so you know who is yeah the lineup. Okay. but I love the Honda Civic tours they're so fun they're oh really my cool gosh. yeah mm-hmm. it definitely so cool. I'm so grateful that I got to do that Oh, cool that's so. awesome and so cool yeah. doing it right out of college too like what a fun experience it was surreal yeah I was like how did I get here but I feel like this is exactly where I need to be you know oh, good, yeah. good. like I am supposed to be exactly right here yeah it felt right absolutely yeah. so how many years were you doing photography and touring so I did it from 2013 to I think like 2017 or something oh, like that. Oh wow! I should keep a diary. I always joke. I don't really know even what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> I feel but that. It was I know. Years in a row. And, and was then, it? Yeah, I haven't done it in a few years. So now weddings are the focus. But. So was it? Because um, I'm just curious. Because I yeah. like used to work in the music industry and like touring was huge and like it's nonstop. So would you go like? from one tour to the next like how much of a break would you have in between yeah so the first tour i did was the longest it was three months and it was 34 shows and we lived on a bus with 11 people um so it was pretty jam-packed and we had a show almost we had a sometimes one night in between but they there were often shows back to back and you had to like edit all night while everyone mm-hmm. else is sleeping. That's when wow. the photographers do their work. Mm-hmm. So, and it was scary because, like I said, it was my first big job. Like I really wanted to prove myself. So I would over deliver. I would. They would be like, "We need like eight to ten great photos." I'd send like fifty to sixty. <laughs> 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 I was like, Keep me here. Uh-huh. You like use them all. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> so shooting events can be very unpredictable. Obviously, we. I think we've all shot events. Mm-hmm. There's always yeah. crazy <laughs> shit shows happening in the Literally. background. What has been one of the craziest things that's happened to you, whether on tour through another event wedding and then how have you dealt with that like crazy occurrence oh okay a crazy thing that happened I mean I have a funny story of what happened which is like sometimes I think I know people from work or like from my life and I don't know them they're famous right so (laughs) um I guess I gave away what happened but I was shooting this event for YouTube and um um and it was for what's it Quincy Jones and um, I went up to this man because he looks so familiar. I was like, oh my gosh, I know you. <laughs> oh no. I was like, no, like you're my friend's dad. <gasps> oh he was like, oh, my God. I was like, no, no, like I've been to your house. Like I've had a sleepover there. Like you're my friend's dad for sure. Like who's your kid? And I wouldn't give it up. I don't know why I did this. Like I was just feeling so convinced. That is Anyways, so that is hilarious. Funny. What did he say? It ended up being Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank, which I just realized I oh. watch a lot of Shark Tank, and I just really thought he was my friend's dad. And so that is I guess so the point funny. is, yeah, a lot of people look familiar, but it might not be. What was his reaction? Like, was he I looking at you weird? I was like flirting with him because then he was like, "If you want to come on my yacht, later. oh my god, 
when you got invited to a yacht. I really thought you were my friend's dad. Did you go on his yacht? No. Oh, I would have went. I know, but I did not. That is so funny. That's a great story. That is. But yeah, crazy situations like photography wise. Yeah, I think sometimes you show up and you think it's going to be one thing and it's something completely different. You know, I have so many stories. Like, I once showed up to this event at Sundance. It was just an event that I was referred to. I had to sign all these NDAs. I had no idea what it was for, and it ended up being um, to promote, like, Lindsay Lohan's, like, film. And she was there being interviewed, and I ended up being in her documentary, which I had no, <gasps> no idea way. I was going to be filmed. But multiple people were like, yeah, you're in Lindsay Lohan's, like, documentary. Oh, my God. So cool. I, I love that. I <laughs> the paperwork that you're signing because I just, yeah. like, signed my life away. Oh, my God. To no just do it for it them to do whatever they wanted with your footage in her yeah. documentary. I still haven't seen it. So if you see it, let me know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That but. is so funny. Um, so I think one thing that's interesting with shooting events, whether it's talent like Maroon 5 or an artist or even a couple on their wedding day, how do you manage the talent and how do you work with people who A, might be awkward on camera yeah. or B, who just like are kind of running around like crazy? Like how do you manage them? Because I know with artists sometimes, especially the bigger the artists, the less of a attention span they have apparently. Yes. And <laughs> it is... a incredibly hard to like get them to just focus and like just be centered yeah. and like hey you need to like pose for me for the next like 30 minutes or with a yeah. couple they might be like on their wedding kind of distracted running around how do no, you manage them really how hard. do you focus them that's a great them? question I feel like so often it looks effortless but people it's not a photo shoot at the end of the day like you're there for that purpose but for the wedding they're they're having their wedding day they're not thinking about that so I mean a big style of mine has become candid photos mm -hmm. I'm always just looking for moments instead of like getting them to take time away from their mm -hmm. their day um yeah so just looking I always say to couples stay together that's my number one advice because that's how you'll get great photos like, yeah a lot of times they're okay. nowhere to be found in the same vicinity and then you don't get any dancing photos of them together yeah right. so just um, looking for candid moments, even with celebrities too, like just kind of being a fly on the wall. But yeah, getting people to focus, I feel like you just have to like convince them you're there for their best interest. They, they'll see how hard you're working and they're like, all right, like I'll yeah. do this for poor Betsy over uh -huh. here. <laughs> and yeah, being efficient and being really enthusiastic. I mm -hmm. think that's something I do that people really appreciate. They're like, oh my God, I feel amazing. Like you're cheering me on. Well, so, even like yeah. right here, like your energy is like addictive. I'm <laughs> yeah. just like, I'm like, wow, I got no sleep last night. But I I'm know. No, I'm getting energy away. from you. Oh, yeah, I think energy is a big way to get people to give you energy. Yes. So if you're like really passionate about what you're seeing and what they're doing, they're going to get into it. Because it's true. Like I once had a groom that was counting me down. He would literally be like, you have 10 seconds for photos. 10. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> what a dick. Yeah, that's horrible. He like, was a really nice guy. And I think he was just really nervous. Uh, and like I came out in an insecure kind of like way. way. And mm -hmm. later at the end of the night, he like gave me a big hug. And he was like, I'm really sorry. I was so oh, okay. okay. Well, at least okay. he apologized. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind but of. But I think <laughs> the, he did give me more than 10 seconds. And okay. I think it was because I was so enthusiastic and just so present for him. that It's like you have to be like a jerk if you're not responding to that yeah so, yeah yeah I don't know hopefully that answers the question yeah, yeah enthusiasm yeah. intense enthusiasm is my no I love that I would have never even thought of that but that makes perfect sense yeah I love yeah. that so now that you're married which congratulations yes congratulations you got married. I know um how has being a wedding photographer affected the way that you plan your own wedding how has it affected like your shoes like tell us more about that were there any things that you experienced being a wedding photographer that you were like I never want that at my yeah, wedding yeah like were there certain things at oh. other weddings you saw where you were like I did this at my wedding because I saw it at this wedding all the time yeah I would say I mean 
like I said before, stay together. That was something we said from the beginning. Like Michael and I stayed together the whole day. We really enjoyed our day. I feel like a lot of couples think they need to say hi to every single guest they have and Mm -hmm. they need to divide and conquer. And it's like work. Like they're not even having fun. They're not even on the dance floor. So we stayed together the entire time and we really had fun. Like we danced from the first song to the last and we did not leave the dance floor. Oh, that's how it should be. Just enjoying it. I think a lot of times people do, sometimes, opposite of what I said earlier, they do think it is a photo shoot the whole day. And you appreciate that because you're like, oh, you really want to support what I'm here to do. But you're like, no, like also live your life, like Mm -hmm. be together. Like this is your day. Live in the present moment. Live in the moment. And that's how you get the best pictures. So yeah. Um, and also something we did that I just know how fast the day flies by. Like, it flies by. Literally, my mom later was like, why didn't you tell me how fast it goes by? You never <laughs> warned me. People don't realize they're just, you know, taking the day slowly, you know, fixing mm-hmm. their hair in the bathroom. They're not thinking, like, every moment of your wedding day is just precious. I don't know how else to explain it. It Aww. just flies by. So we made a whole weekend of it, which was very fortunate that we were able to do that. But like, and we went to Deer Valley, Utah was a destination. So I wanted to like kidnap everybody. I was like, you have to come for the whole weekend. Uh I want you to just go home or leave early. Like you're here for the wedding. And so that was, yeah, I guess just making the most out of every moment and just being so aware that it ends in like, you know, a few hours and just being present so so do you shoot a lot of destination weddings or are you more like local to where you live I feel like I go in waves I've had years where it's mostly destination then I have years where it's like all in California and this past year I had a lot in California so a lot in Palm Springs I think because I love color Mm -hmm. oh oh, I love color yeah what has been like your craziest wedding venue or wedding location you've shot? Yeah, so my first destination wedding was in Mykonos, which was pretty Ooh, cool. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh, yeah. It was that was your amazing. first ever like wedding destination? Yeah, and That's that was cool. in 2017, so not even that long ago. And um, they really encouraged me to bring a guest, which was so fun. And it was a whole week of activities, which I learned I took notes from them. They made it a whole week. So by the end, everyone knew each other. It was like a family. And yeah, it was just an amazing time. I love that. All right, let's break for our next segment. It's our favorite. It's our favorite, which is also the name of our podcast. It It is Shoot Shoot Your Shot shot segment. (laughs) We want to know who your creator crush is. And by creator crush, we mean like, who, who are you like, ooh, that's... You're that's like, my mm, guy, you know, know or like, I'm into them. They have really good so work funny. and well, I'm into them. I'll give you a hint. Their name came up already. Oh, really? Oh, really? Okay. Well, well, if it's your like husband, like you can say no. him by default, but like, let's pick somebody else. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would say, and it's a joke with Michael, my husband is Harry Styles. Like, oh, you also okay, okay. Okay. So I know you kept that water bottle. Yes, I did. No, I did not oh. keep the water bottle. <laughs> to be honest, when I did that, I never heard of One Direction really. I, I'm like so bad. I like indie obscure music. So like when I should be oh, too. I'm not a fan. I really don't know the songs or anything, or I don't even know their names. I knew who Harry was, but that's it. And so that night, I remember going to the first show of that tour being like, yeah, I'm just shooting these young guys. Like, who knows? I had no expectations. And Harry Styles is literally the nicest person. I I don't know if he would remember me. This was years ago. I'm just like, he was just so personable. He'll ask you your name and he remembers it. And he'll go out of his way to say hi to you every time you're in the vicinity. Like, just very kind. 
And then it's just been cool to watch his career, like how he's become an amazing actor and um, he's a solo artist. I, I'm not like a super fan, but it's a joke. Michael and I agree. We'll be, we'll be like, Betsy has a crush on Harry just because he was so nice. I love nice people. Uh -huh. like you're a kind human and yeah. I appreciate you. <laughs> I love it. Is there yeah. anyone in like the photography or creator, creative industry I that know. you really like as well? Or you just know, feel inspired by? I am inspired by so many people that I follow on Instagram, but a lot of it's like saving posts here and there. It's mm -hmm. not like some certain person that I'm consistently like in awe of. It's just like, you know how it is. We're just seeing things all the time that we're yeah. seeing yeah. inspiration. So totally. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have a great answer for that, unfortunately, but do you have any wedding photo tips? Like, um, ways to pose couples and like how to get creative shots during a wedding or even yeah. like a engagement session or yeah. an elopement, like whatever. Do you have tips for how to, because I think that's one of the hardest things yeah. with couples and just working with people in general is, is posing them and directing them yeah. and it can get awkward and like, no, totally. I mean, the number one thing is movement. I always mm -hmm. love movement. Okay. I think as soon as things that's get really thing still, too. Then it's stale and like also people get uncomfortable and they're nervous. Yeah. So a lot of movement, like when in doubt, walking. Like you can't go mm -hmm. wrong. Like holding hands, walking towards the camera, holding hands, walking away um, with the girl looking back and the guy looking at the girl. Like, like prompts. I like to direct yeah. couples with prompts. Like pick her up, scoop her up, or just things that they can do and then they interact naturally, right? So that's yeah. always what my go-to is. Um, also, something that I've learned also from my own wedding, like, you have to really think, why did this person hire you? Why'd they pick this venue? Why'd they pick that dress? Like, there's certain things that they really like about maybe that venue or the, their yeah. dress. Like, maybe they really love the train. Maybe they really love the back. Or, I guess, just taking a step back sometimes and looking, what is it that I want to highlight? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because I have been getting a lot of brides that have these incredible trains. And like the old Betsy eight years ago who had never been married and like shot many weddings would probably just start shooting them from the front and you know just starting just kind of starting without thinking about it but now you know I lay the dress perfectly I set up the shot I get that angle that's really going to feature what they're proud of mm -hmm. and like the so, smaller details the smaller details yeah exactly do you so. take a lot of time to set up a shot because I know sometimes we really want to compose it really beautifully do you yeah. like take the time like the three five ten minutes to set it up perfectly or are you more like run and gun I'm a little more run and gun I look for the good light and then I put them there and then I usually start with prompts that get them engaged and get them interacting with each other but something I have learned over the last few years as weddings and my clients to become more elaborate is looking out for yeah like the train like some dresses you can't move much in right mm -hmm. like they have to be placed perfectly and maybe you have a lot of wind or you have an element that so it, it really just depends but I feel like I am, as I go further in my career, taking more time than I used to. Yeah. So. That makes sense. Yeah. Do you have any tips for, like, the run and gun method? Like, how do you stay ahead to make sure you don't miss the next shot? Or how do you, like, just in that situation, yeah. like, do you have any tricks for people who also I, do that? I, yeah, I feel, I mean... For portraits, you have more control, right, when it's time for the formal photo. So I feel like to answer that question, be more like thinking about the ceremony or mm -hmm. something that you don't know what they're going to do or the first dance. Like, you really just have no idea what it's going to look like. What Oftentimes, you, the planner doesn't tell you what direction they're coming from, mm -hmm. you know, um, for the processional. or You have to figure it out in the moment. So I would say, like, being on a lens, that is a really good choice. You should see me before a ceremony. I'm just looking at the space. I'm thinking, I, I'm trying to assess exactly what it's going to look like. And I 
have my lenses ready to go. I always have a side bag and I have a lineup of exactly how I think it's gonna go. And a lot of times it doesn't go according to plan. So you have to just be able to adapt. Mm -hmm. And like sometimes just a 50 is like a good go-to because you're like, well, I will get the wide, I will get the close-ups. I, I, my feet are my, tri you know, my, my, um, my feet are my tripod, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, just kind of having a plan, but also being willing to adapt. This is a perfect so. segue because we actually wanted to ask what is in your camera bag and also oh, yes. what are your go-to lenses, camera bodies? Do you have mm -hmm. multiple bodies with you yeah. during, even like shooting a concert or a festival? Yeah. Like, do you have two cameras? So I don't do two cameras. I've done it before and I get tangled. I'm like, I find that you're not putting as much precision into your settings. You're mm -hmm. switching too much. It's like, it's just overkill in my opinion. I found that a side bag is so much more efficient for me. And you just have it on you the whole time? I have it on me the whole time and then I have the one camera. And the way I'd approach a concert is very different than a wedding, but for a wedding, I'm mostly prime. So like okay. I'll have a 50, an 85, and a 35 in my bag. And then for the ceremony, if it's a really wide, if it's a, a massive space, I'll have the 70 to 200 for the ceremony. So how does that work switching out a lens mid shot? Because I mean, yeah. that, could, that could be really difficult to switch a lens. I know. There's a new lens that I've been trying lately. It's the 28 to 72.0. It's an R lens. And that one, you Ooh. don't have to switch as much. Are you on and an R? I'm on the R5. R5. Yeah, okay. Ah, nice. Okay. Oh, sorry, that would totally oh, cut no. you off. Oh, that was so good too. Yeah. It's okay, we'll go back. Um, but that, do you like the R5? Yeah, I love it. Okay, this I is the camera it. I want to upgrade to. Oh. You don't have an R5. Yeah. Um, give me your top favorite lenses and. Uh, right. Okay, I love talking about lenses. So Yay. I love the 50 one too. I think that's just a great go to. Like you were talking about engagement sessions, like that's a great one because it gives you enough context of the background, but it's focused on your subjects, great portrait lens. Um, and for the beach, for example, you can't switch lenses a lot, even though I do sometimes, but mm -hmm. I try not to with the sand. So the 50 is always a great start. My favorite, favorite lens is the 85. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed. That's like my signature. It just gives that compression and that depth and it's so sharp. So beautiful. Mm -hmm. I have the one two and the one four. I love them. I need to sell one probably. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, I would say 85 number one, 50 number two, and then the 35. I didn't have for years. All my friends were like, you need it. It's great. I wasn't into it at first, but I actually do love it too. Um, so yeah, like the 35 one two. Um, do you ever use a zoom lens or like a, a 70 to 200? I do use a 70 to 200 for concerts and for ceremony for, for a wedding, but I don't love being that far away from mm -hmm. people. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But I definitely and have it heavy. in my bag and I have the so R heavy. and I have so heavy. the regular EF one too. So do you have a second shooter with you usually? Yeah. I used to not have them when I started because people had lower budgets where I'm starting my wedding photography career, but now I always have one. It's just so nice to have two mm -hmm. different perspectives mm -hmm. and a lot of times you just physically can't be in two different places, like the groom getting ready and the bride getting ready, yeah. for example. Do you have any so. tips for someone looking to get into um, wedding photography who wants to be a second shooter and like what you look for in a second shooter? Like yeah. what are some things that like are mm. a must in a second shooter? You don't want to see this or you want to see this type of work in their portfolio. What can people work towards to work yeah. with you and work with That's other so wedding nice. photographers? Well, I, I think a great way to become a second would be to be a third to start because Honestly, seconds, it's really competitive still because you have to be kind of a, a wedding photographer in your own right to mm -hmm. be a second because you're going to be in some scenarios of the day where you're leading, like the groom. 
And if you've never done it in your life, I wouldn't feel confident putting you in that oh situation. Oh my gosh, you guys, I shot, I second shot a wedding a month ago and I haven't shot a wedding in like five years and I was so nervous and I was oh. shooting the groom stuff. I know you would kill it, but there's people that like don't even do I don't know. I don't know if I killed the groom stuff. Really? Yeah, because when I got there, they were already all done and yeah. there was like no layout for anything and like it was so bland. There was nothing to take pictures of. Like well, after I got like the couple details, groom, I was like, ah. Groom, okay, groom getting ready is really hard and the second shooter usually is what's doing that and I do see a big difference in certain what certain people capture I do see the passive photographer that just shoots what's happening and that just doesn't work honestly they're usually drinking beers eating chips yeah they're all in different sides of the room you have to we're force them football. to like do it yeah I was like yeah. put his jacket on okay, okay put it on again guys get ready like five minutes before yeah. the wedding like they don't care yeah. I mean they care but like they don't care they're like all totally. right tell us to put our jacket on yeah. it's true so we call it like the final touches so like have them on <laughs> already ready like the trick is you need to prep them even if we're an email before you arrive so just say be ready with your shirts and your pants on and your belts like all that that's when you show up you're just getting them putting on their jackets if they already have them on have them take it off put mm -hmm, it on mm -hmm. you know okay you're making me feel better because i did this yeah. but i was so nervous i was no. like there's nothing to take pictures no, of no they're so hard to take pictures room, of it is a lot less and they don't want you there really. yeah. I, I don't, they don't, I don't care, care. They don't care. <laughs> it's mainly like i feel like the photographer is like mainly there for the girl and all the girl stuff because yeah. like the guys are like as long as she's happy like just get me and my bro or oh, something yeah. uh -huh. shocked. i have had some grooms that are more into it than oh really, really? wait yeah i'm sure there's a few groomzillas Wait, sure, tell us right? about a groomzilla experience. Well, I I, I like never, that groomzilla. <laughs> I, I, I will just say that there was a groom who wanted probably 200 to 300 different family combinations, like without the bride even. Oh like, my God, jeez. <laughs> Yeah. That that's actually it was insane. Like same, yeah. It went on forever. It like took away time out of the wedding. Like yeah, it was a little crazy. I that's never insane. experienced anything like that. But I was like, you got the right person because I'm gonna get you every photo on this list. But by the end of it, I was just like, you're like, I'm over, over this <laughs> and your family. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. Wow. But, um, yeah. So that was. So you never know, right? Sometimes it is the guy that's more into it. <laughs> so, speaking of bridezillas, have you ever had any crazy bridezillas, any crazy stories <laughs> yes. of like people that just want things that are so wild or just, yeah, tell us. You know, honestly, it, it makes a big difference having done this longer. Like, I feel like all my weird stories were in my first year doing it when you're like 20 years old and you're charging very little because you're new and mm -hmm. they also, why are they hiring somebody that's like in college too? So, <laughs> yeah, like I, yeah, I've had a couple crazy stories and they're all from the first year. Like, I haven't had any in years, which I'm very grateful for. Oh, good. Yeah, I feel like you get, you attract people that vibe with you. So yeah. usually it's not it's good people so thank god but yeah like one of the first weddings i shot um the i have to think back on it but it was like the woman's third marriage they were old an older couple and um the stepdaughter was not approving of the marriage which oh. nobody knew but she got very drunk and when it was time to cut the cake as a nice gesture the new stepmom was like let's cut it together and she took the knife and she <gasps> chopped the cake into like a hundred pieces and started chucking cake at everyone there, including me. If you're on YouTube, just look at Georgia and I's face right now. We're in I shock. Mean, it was crazy. And at that time I had That's like a job movie. I wasn't, you know, I was in college or hiring a college person to do this. I had to go work at a restaurant after that. I had cake all over me. Oh in my, my gosh, hair. it hit you? It was, it went everywhere. Okay. She like threw it. Did she throw it at her mom who was getting married in she her dress? Threw it everywhere. And she had like a butcher knife. Like it was scary. I thought she was going to murder someone. I was like, I got to get out of here for my own safety. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. I went to the bathroom to clean up and she was in there. There was a woman holding her there by 
probably 30 like it was wild and I, you still wanted to shoot weddings after this <laughs> yeah I, I mean i think i realized she was a crazy person yeah but it was insane that is a wild alcohol, story less so bridezilla's but more like alcohol and guests so yeah like bringing family together things, yeah okay yeah. that's like i feel like more Damn. like a like a one one out of like a thousand or million story yeah i was expecting like the bridezilla cried and like her makeup was everywhere or something oh, no. no yeah i was not expecting no, yeah, knife and cake throwing it was nuts that's insane i'm not exaggerating yeah is there a most memorable wedding <laughs> that you've shot um most memorable wedding they all are memorable i won't forget any wedding i've ever shot but um I I photographed. Let's see, oh, which uh, why was it memorable? I need like more specific. More specific. Like was it like an insane venue or yeah. like I don't know, like a half a million dollar wedding or like oh, yeah. something that's just like blew your mind. You were there and you're like, well, you were I like, can't believe wow. I'm here, like witnessing this insane wedding. Yeah, I had one at the Beller Hotel last year that was Ooh, so wow. beautiful. Just the reception site alone, they transformed. There's flowers everywhere that I could see. It was so picturesque. I actually had um, two additional shooters um, to myself, so I'm so glad I did because we covered like every single detail, but I did not know what I was walking into. I Sometimes you don't realize what you're walking into mm -hmm. and it blows you away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was a spectacular wedding. I bet. Should we yeah. segment into this? Yes, It'll I'm excited for this one. Okay, so I think we should um, just go back and forth with it. Yeah, we're gonna it, like, do fun. a this or that segment. Okay. You have to pick one of the options. Yes, so this is a new segment that we're doing and it's gonna be quick. Okay, quick, okay, all right. Let's do it. All right, this or that, Sony or Canon? Canon. 85 or 2470? 85. <laughs> Day or night? Day. Outdoor versus indoor? Outdoor. Wide or prime? Prime. Portrait or full body? Portrait. Lightroom or Photoshop? Lightroom. Um, uh, makeup artist or wardrobe stylist? Makeup artist. Hmm. Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. Woo! Ooh. Girl, you did that, that quick. Good. Okay. These are good ones because we like, like it. We do have a strong opinion about mm -hmm. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wish stylist was more of a priority, but I feel like um, makeup. Makeup. Yeah, it makes a big difference with somebody's confidence too. I just love having a makeup artist there. Actually, I have a question. Do you do like a lot of skin retouching for your wedding photos? Like I don't. You don't? Okay. No, I always say like the best light and lenses you will like you will look flawless. Mm -hmm. um, I always put my contract if you want retouching on top of the editing. So I always clarify editing is like exposure, color correction, cropping, straightening, like the image is ready to go. It looks mm -hmm. perfect. But if you want retouching, it's separate and nobody really reaches out for that. That would be like for skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If anything, it's like a mom that's like, can you just fix my neck a little bit? Mm -hmm. I'm like, of course, I got yeah. you. Yeah, like, yeah. I got you, girl. I think with good light, it, I'll, I'll, sometimes I'll do a slight smooth of like close-ups of hands, you know, or like little things, but I like to be pretty true to life and not like lie in the pictures, you know, but they still look amazing. I only send flattering photos. That's so. good. You guys should hire Betsy. Yeah, you should. <laughs> it's going to make you look amazing. I actually have a question that I think a lot of, a lot of people would probably be curious about because you mentioned you put in your contract, like it's an add-on for touching yeah. up. Um, how did you like, like, I guess maybe walk us through your process on how you created your contract as a wedding photographer. Yeah. Like if, if you feel comfortable diving oh, into like course. your, not like maybe what you specifically charge or like what you would suggest people to charge and kind of an idea for weddings, for weddings. Oh my gosh. 
Well, okay, for contracts, I use Dubsado, and it's a great service that oh. they have, like, contract templates. You can customize it. You can create forms. I still need to go deeper with it, but that's where I do all my contracts. Dubsado? Dubsado. I, I never heard of this. I was going to say, I'm going to look that yeah. up. Yeah. That's, that's you can good. All your contracts, you can have questionnaires. Oh. Like, you can go very, you can schedule through there. You, there there's unlimited good to know. capabilities. Yeah. But we'll I link it. use it for yes. contracts. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as for what to charge, you know, it honestly varies so much. It's crazy. And I learned that from being a bride. Okay. Mm -hmm. The prices range. So I would say first start with like, what is your time worth? Like it takes a lot of time to edit the images. Mm -hmm. So I don't outsource that. I edit all of my images myself. So, um, you know, it, it varies. And also in the last few years, prices have gone up. They really yeah. have. Because I got engaged in 2020. And even when I was reaching out then, they've changed significantly. So I don't know. It's I don't want to say like specific numbers. But yeah. I will say I got quotes for 25000 back. And I was like, wow. Holy. That is insane. $25,000. It just shows it's like, what are people willing to pay? What do they value you? And I just always try to be fair with my time and like also paying a second shooter. Where's yeah. the location? Mm -hmm. What I do now is I create like a custom proposal for every wedding. Because I used to, you know, have this beautiful... Uh, PDF that I would send out with all my different collections and then people just look at it and then maybe they don't respond you know they're just comparing it with other ones they mm -hmm. get yeah but I like to really talk to them on the phone see what the day is like sometimes you are showing up and it's something crazy sometimes it's much it's much smaller event than you realize too so just really getting all the information up front and then kind of customizing it around that but I do think it's helpful to have a minimum rate and then kind of go from there so you know like this is my minimum rate for my time my second shooter for eight hours is a standard day. And then kind of like adding from there if they want the day before, if there's travel. Yeah. Hopefully that helps. No, that does. Do you add in like, uh, like in your contract, some of your services, do you like add in like engagement package? Like, yeah. um, I think there's like some wedding contracts where you can like print out photos and put them in a photo book or something, right? Like yeah. what are kind of the different services that you offer? No, totally. I think that's a way a lot of photographers make money is all these add-ons and that's yeah. just not what interests me. My joy is capturing the day. Oh so good. See, I that's don't a good do, perspective. Yeah. I don't do prints. I know it would make me unhappy. Like I love capturing the photos and delivering them. Like my goal is to get you your wedding photos and give them to high res. So you own them. You can do whatever you want with them. You can put them on a billboard if you want. I mean, with, these, with the resolution. So I just know that albums from photographers I've talked to, it can take years. Like people will come back to you 10 years later and they're like, I'm ready to do my wedding album. So Oh, hell no. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> I don't know where those pictures are. I don't do are. albums. And I tell people up front, I'm like, if that's something you really want, then I'm probably not the right person for you. Or we could find somebody to do it for you or I can mm -hmm. recommend a service. But yeah. Um, and then for engagement shoots, similar. I used to include them, but I found that a lot of couples that – hire me are really busy leading up to the wedding and they don't get around to their engagement session and then it's mm. like in the contract that we already had it so I would find people just wouldn't do them and I would feel bad so I'd add an extra hour of coverage or we'd figure it out like I would never just charge them for it but I like to treat it separately I'm like let's mm. book the wedding let's get that in a contract and then we'll treat your engagement session as a portrait session and we can like start another thread about it well, and I feel like some people might not even use the same photographer for engagement and wedding. Like, I've shot a lot of engagement sessions. That was actually going to be my next question. But not their yeah. weddings, so. I know, it's, it's true. And it's, like, for different reasons. I mean, I, even I did that. Like, my friend took my engagement photos, um, and then somebody else shot the wedding. And 
I think it depends. You have to know yourself, right? So if you're a couple that's like really nervous in front of the camera, you should have the same photographer because mm-hmm. you want to like get comfortable. Yeah. Right? But if I'm not like that because like, our, you know, we've been, we get it. So I was like, the more the merrier, whoever wants to do these. You yeah, know? So definitely. So I'm curious, have you, I think as an uh, artist, we have all dealt with imposter syndrome at some point. Yes. And I would love to know like whether you've suffered from that and how you've overcome it and like what triggered it and like yeah. just your experience with imposter syndrome. I think a lot of people relate, especially people who are starting and who think yeah. they need to prove themselves constantly. And it's yeah. definitely not the case, but I'm sure, especially with working with celebrities and stuff yeah that you've experienced that no I like the biggest hurdle I felt when I started was proving myself because I was like how did I end up here I'm like on a bus photographing this huge band I've never done this in my life and I had this huge complex that no one would have known but I was like I have to prove myself so like even if like a band member said hi to me I would be like hi and walk the opposite direction (laughs) I was so shy and it's funny because I'm very extroverted I love people I treat everyone the same doesn't matter who you are but in that first job I was so afraid that I could come off as a fan I think they freaked me out Mm. that they did not want that Mm -hmm. so I was like the opposite and just like was so professional and it didn't need to be that way. Like, it, it, yeah. So I, I would say that came from myself being a female on a male dominated experience. I really wanted to come off serious. And I realized in a few weeks that that was in my own head. Nobody was treating me any differently. So that's, I'm really grateful for that. I have to say, like, I've never felt different being a girl. It's just like in my own head, you know, cause mm-hmm. you're like, I'm the only one around. Yeah. But, um, Yeah, I think also imposter syndrome, it's something I've dealt with probably less because when I was starting, I was also pursuing something else. So I did it for fun. Like I was like, my goal is to make couples happy. Like it's not to be the best in the world. I'm not trying to like be better than anyone else. Or it wasn't like to prove, Um, it was just to make people happy. And then once I saw that coming through and everyone was consistently happy, I was like, "That, that was enough validation for me. And that's what keeps me going, so. Just happy people. Couples. Yeah. That's why I do this. I always joke that like as soon as someone's unhappy, I'm gonna quit. Like this is literally I do this for the people. (laughs) I want people to feel beautiful. That's like my goal. Like I want everyone to walk away being like, oh my gosh, like I feel seen, like I feel special, like it's it's like a love language giving people photos of themselves. So oh, I love this. You're like radiating so much positivity and love for what you do. It's beautiful to see. It is. It really is. Um, I think one of our last questions is going to be, how have you been able to find your clients? And if you were talking to someone who's getting into the wedding industry or concert festival mm-hmm. industry right now, how, what would you tell them is the best way to find a client to connect to network? Like, how can people start really making money off of their craft? I would say start with your community. I went to college here, which is really lucky that I'm in living and working in the same city that I went to school in. So I know a lot of people don't have that privilege. So that's helped me a lot. Um, but I feel like letting your community know what you do. And that's truly how it happened for me. Like I would just put pictures out there. It was before social media, like or before Instagram. It was just Facebook, but I would just put them out there. People knew I was doing it. And I was lucky. It was a time when not a lot of people had nice cameras. Mm-hmm. So whenever anyone needed a photographer, they're like, oh, Betsy can do it, you know? Mm. So that's kind of how I started. So. But use your community, like if you, like I have a friend who actually is really trying to get into wedding photography, same thing. She's never second shot. She she was nannying for a long time. She's a little, she's trying to figure out her next step. And I was like, well start with, she loves kids. I was like, start with the families that you nanny for, like shoot family photos for them. 
like use what's around you mm-hmm. and like, yeah. what you're mm-hmm. passionate about. So like at that time, I was obsessed with music. I was always going to concerts, so that made sense for me to shoot that. But it's like, yeah, use what you're drawn to and your community and offer it to them first just as something you want to do and then build your portfolio from there. Totally. Yeah, yeah that I makes sense. That. Sometimes it just takes doing a little bit of a free work for the portfolio, for the experience. And, and just as, reaching out and asking yeah. for, almost like asking yeah. for help, but like they're helping you, but you're helping them too. Yeah, and people want photos of themselves. I'm yeah. in photographer groups where people, yeah, people just say, does anyone want to capture me and my fiance? And like, you should see how many photographers. Yeah. Like, and it's mutual. Like, people want totally. cool couples that they can capture. I didn't really go that route, but I do feel like that's a good way to get into it. Well, you shot your friends in school right yeah, yeah I shot so, my friends yeah for fun like in college totally. exactly like actors and mm-hmm. plays I would take my camera to all the plays and I would just like shoot them yeah, and, yeah yeah definitely I mean I think that's even like a fun way of getting new clients you wouldn't expect there's been a few times where I just take my camera with me and I yeah. take random candidates and then I'll just be like oh we got a cool photo of you and then next thing you know they're like oh I have a brand like this is so sick I would love yeah, to hire you definitely definitely that's been my whole philosophy is like saying yes you never mm-hmm. know what leads to the next thing like I do grad photos for the school I went to USC and a lot of my brand are from those grad photos so it all comes full circle yeah so not being like above anything just do it all and be passionate about it I love that okay so I think let's let's end this to go let me reset that again sorry (laughs) because that that noise distracted me I know I know and I didn't know if it was gonna Okay, let's talk about camera settings. Um, so you capture artists, touring, events, and then you also capture weddings. What would you say are the best camera settings for maybe somebody who's listening to this? Maybe they have a camera and they have no idea how to use it. Yeah. And they want to go to a concert tonight. Like, what camera settings should they use? Or they want to go shoot, I don't know, maybe their sister's getting married next week and they want to just go bring their camera and practice. What, like, camera yeah. settings should they use? Yeah, so yeah, so just camera settings for like your music stuff versus wedding stuff basically. Okay, so for a wedding, I usually start at a shallow aperture. I love a prime lens. If I was just starting photography and I had nothing, which is actually what I did, I just had a 50. That was all I had. Same. Yeah, and Aww. it's amazing. Like that's still one of the best lenses. You can do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but starting with like 2 to 2.5 is my favorite. It's sharp. It's shallow. It gives you that that depth, that bokeh. It's beautiful I love it so I would suggest starting with your aperture and then honestly just reading your light meter that's as easy as it is with manual it feels so daunting with manual you're like oh my gosh how am I gonna do this when you're just starting Mm -hmm. but just watch that meter inside your camera and that's how you adjust your shutter just keeping it in the middle or a little bit above so it's a little exposed so just controlling your aperture and then reading your meter for shutter and then for ISO just understanding what that does so like keeping it low earlier in the day raising it as it gets darker but it's much simpler than I think people realize I think I mean once you get the hang of it but I am constantly changing my settings like I don't keep them the same and especially for a concert it's changing constantly so um for a concert I actually am usually on zoom lenses not prime lenses so like the 24 to 72.8 or the 7200 2.8 and I keep those those are the only two mostly that I'll use do you have flash as well not for a concert, you're not allowed to, but for a wedding, I do. And 
I do feel really comfortable with flash. A lot of times you don't when you're starting because you don't like flash and all this stuff, but now it's very trendy. People love it, right? So yeah. I have the Pro Photo Flash and I love it. It's the recycling time is so fast. There is no recycling time. That's nice. It's just this beautiful light. I, I, I seriously can't recommend it more. And you just turn it up or down according to how much light you want. So it's really straightforward. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, my, I love my flash. It looks really good, but the recycling time is too much. Yes. I seriously think the Pro Photo is worth it. Yeah. 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 And then I always like read the room. Like, is this a couple that maybe do they want that Hollywood look? Do they want like direct flash Mm -hmm. or do they want, maybe I'll bounce it off the ceiling if there's white walls and it's more ambient kind Mm -hmm. of like, I almost want it to look like natural light. I like that. So I change it. And usually with my second, we discuss, we're like, are we bouncing it? Are we pointing (laughs) at them? We always kind of collaborate. Yeah. So it's consistent. That was Love good. It. Yeah, that's yeah. Super thank you for that. I was yeah. gonna say I think that might be really helpful for anyone listening who oh, just yeah. has no idea what they're doing but wants to do it. Yeah. yeah, aperture is the best place to start, even if you start on aperture priority too. Mm-hmm. If that's like an option on your camera, and just having that as low as it can go on that lens, and then going from there. So sweet. Love that. Okay, cool. So then I think let's. Uh, do you wait? So last segment is what is the best advice you've ever received? My best advice is honestly, I don't think anyone ever told me this, but my philosophy is saying yes. Just say mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. I think so often we like put ourselves in a box and we're like, well, I only shoot this or this is not the career. I'm even for me, I was like trying to pursue a different career, but I said yes to something in a totally different path. And so I think just being open-minded can really lead to some magical opportunities that you didn't even know were possible. So I I know it sounds silly, but like really not putting yourself in a box and just seeing what one yes can lead to. Yeah, I don't think that's silly because I think a a lot of the times, even if we're just tired or feeling lazy or we are lacking confidence, we just tell ourselves like, oh, this isn't the right opportunity. Well, like the next on one, the next one. A perfect example. Like I got your text, I was driving, you were like, can you be on this podcast? And if, you know, maybe some person would be uncomfortable with that and they'd be like, no, like I don't really have anything to share. I don't, just say yes. Like you just never know. You never know. Yes. And especially yeah. here in LA too. Like, yeah. You never know. I have so many stories like this. Like it's totally. all starts with just being open and being comfortable with being uncomfortable because it's mm. never going to be comfortable. That part. That is my like life <laughs> philosophy, like going outside of your comfort zone and like forcing yourself to be yes. like very uncomfortable. And eventually you get comfortable with new situations. Exactly. I'm more comfortable in new situations than old ones, you know? Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's I love that. Scary. Amazing. Well, that was so good. I know Thank you, you are. I so love much. your energy. Oh, oh, plug your socials really quick so anybody listening can follow you. Yes. Okay, that's so nice. So it's Bets Newman. Just B-E-T-S-N-E-W-M-A-N. And it's because Betsy was taken. Oh, no. <laughs> People are always like, oh, you go by Bets. They call me Bets. I'm like, no, not necessarily. I like that, though. Bets. You can call me Bets if you want. <laughs> Perfect. We'll link it also in all of the places. Yes. Thank, thank you, you so much. You guys are amazing. Aww, You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you guys so much for coming to another episode of Shoot Your Shot. Yes. You can find us on all streaming platforms. We're on YouTube. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Shoot Your Shot Podcast. Podcast. Oh, oh! Let me redo it. <laughs> it's really time to go, oh guys. <laughs> Shoot your shot podcast underscore. And thank you so much. Bye. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. <laughs>